friends, and welcome to your day, week, month, year reviews. I'm your host for the week, Troidal Power, and I'm here to talk a little bit more about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey about a week ago, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, just as kind of a recap, I did want to restate right at the beginning here that I did buy the uh, experience boost for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's about a $10 add-on that you can get that, from what I've seen, basically restores the progression system in the game to what the developers probably originally intended, which is to say that you level up a little faster than you would otherwise. It sounds like the... Uh, the leveling system was probably slowed down by the uh, producer slash finance side of development so that they could sell this loot box for $10. Not loot box, it's an add-on. Loot boxes would be randomized. This is just a $10 add-on that you can buy. Um, but I do have that running on my game, which has made my progression a little bit faster. I just want to mention that up front. The other thing I want to say right up front uh, is I'm still having fun with this game. If you're just here to hear, hey, is this still a fun game after a week of playing it? It definitely is. I've played it quite a bit. I've probably put another, I don't know, six hours into it maybe uh, since I last talked to you. Uh, I got off of uh, Kefalinos, which is the introductory island, and I'm probably remembering that name wrong. Uh, I went from there into the next kind of major area of the game, which involves sailing a ship over to a region that is in dispute between Spartans and Athenians. Uh, basically, the, the two sides are both present in the region and battling over it. This is important because this is an ongoing concern with this game. It seems like this is actually the crux of the conflict in this game is the Spartans and Athenians fighting over regions. Uh, but you go to that region, you can complete a couple missions there uh, that are not strictly necessary. I found a couple side missions to do there, but mostly what I was doing was completing missions to help the Spartans with their war effort because my goal in going to that region was to assassinate the general of the Spartan uh, soldiers that were based there. So I helped them take control of the region in order to get a meeting with him so that I could then murder him real good. And that's kind of, I think, the tutorial. Uh, this game has a lot of things that it wants to teach you right off the bat. That that first island, uh, Kefalos, Kefalinos? Shoot, I should have paid more attention to that. You don't get the title screen until you get off that island. And that was probably a good three hours into the game for me, maybe even a little bit longer. And then there are still different types of mission structures that you're finding out about as you go through that next region and kind of interacting with the Spartans and Athenians battling for control. So I really kind of feel like I'm just past the tutorial because I think those first two regions together kind of teach you all of the systems that you need to know to, to play this game. So what I want to do for today's review is I kind of want to talk you through um, what what spending some time playing this game kind of feels like, um, kind of what 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 happens when you sit down and go, all right, I'm going to play some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So as you sit down to play the game, usually one of the first things you're going to do is you're going to pick a mission to work on. The game's got a pretty nice mission log in your menu system where you can see all the quests that you have active. You can see the recommended level for each of those quests. And you can, in most circumstances, see the rewards you'll get for completing that quest too. So for instance, I knew at one point that I wanted to uh, spend some uh, money and resources to upgrade my ship so I could kind of focus on missions that would 
get me those resources. Once you've picked out what mission you want to work on, you have to go to where the mission is. There is fast travel in this game. The map is huge, so fast travel is kind of an essential part of it. But you do have to unlock fast travel, just like most open world games. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I have to think about what the game is called, because last time I called it Origins. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, just like in previous Assassin's Creed games, you unlock your fast travel options by finding these uh, eagle markers on your map. You climb up up, on t- up onto the top of them, and that gets you a, uh, a lot more details filled out on your map, and then also acts as a fast travel location for later on. But usually, you don't not usually. In most cases that I've come across so far, I'm doing missions that are sending me to new places. Now, one of the things I kind of like is I turned on a mode called exploration mode at the beginning of the game, which means that when you do take a mission, you don't get a specific marker telling you exactly where to go, uh, which is one of the complaints I had about um, A Link to the Past. So this game actually does exactly what I wished A Link to the Past did. I just realized that is what it does is it'll tell you vaguely where to go so it'll be like ah this you know you're on a mission to go find this ship this this captain spoke to you her crew's gone missing so she sends you to find their ship and she knows that they were conducting raids because they're 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 a little bit piratey that she knows they were conducting raids in this specific area so she says oh they should be you know east of that mountain somewhere in the cove of blank and so instead of giving you a specific marker on your map you kind of have to look for that region and then when you get close to it it'll pop up and say hey you know you're close to an objective sometimes the travel you have to do to get to those objectives means traveling over land which you can do by calling a horse that you get at the beginning of the game it's just always there this isn't like red dead redemption 2 where you have to pay attention to where your horse is at any time you can press the button to call your horse and your horse just appears like magic it's fantastic Uh, you can also of course Climb. We'll talk more about climbing a little bit later on here. Um, because the other way that you travel in this game that I want to talk about is by sailing. Uh, so you get a ship in this game, a lot like Assassin's Creed uh, 4, Black Flag, and Assassin's Creed Rogue. Assassin's Creed 3 had a little bit of ship stuff, and I think Origins has more ship stuff than I ever experienced with it. This one gets you onto a boat pretty early. When you leave that first island, you take command of a ship. Um, and the, the ship stuff still feels really good. You're sailing this giant ship around and commanding archers and uh, uh, javelineers. I'm going to pretend that's a word. On the deck of the ship. And uh, as, you're, as you're sailing around, you can just be totally pirate. You can. I, I probably spent maybe an hour just wandering around attacking other ships just because it's fun. You attack them, you throw arrows at them, you throw javelins at them, you ran into them, and then uh, when you've done enough damage, you go into a boarding mode where your ship pulls up alongside theirs and you and all your crew jump over onto their ship and get into a deck-based combat where you're fighting against them. Deck-based meaning you're on the deck of a ship, not like a card deck. Uh, and then uh, once you've once you've taken over or killed, you just killed everybody on the ship, then uh, you get to steal all the loot that they had. It's a lot of fun. I really like the ship-based stuff. And in this one especially, one of my favorite things to do is one of the abilities that I picked very early on from the upgrade tree in this game was a Spartan kick, where, where you do the kick like Leonidas did in the 300, just a big, big kick to the chest. And when you're raiding someone's ship, you can totally Spartan kick them over the edge and it's wonderful. It's so much fun to Spartan kick people off a boat. Once you've gotten to the location that you need to go for the mission you're trying to complete, 
whether that's through uh, walking there, riding a horse, sailing, however you get there, uh, you then usually will want to scope out the lay of the land, get a feel for where things are at. And this is where your uh, eagle, Icarus, comes into play. One button on your D-pad, you press it, and suddenly, instead of looking through the world through Cassandra's eyes, you are in the air as Icarus the eagle, and you can uh, kind of scope things out for Cassandra. This is a really cool feature. They introduced it in the last game, Assassin's Creed Origins, but I really like it a lot. Uh, it hasn't really changed much since then, but basically what you're doing is, as an eagle, you're flying around, and you can press a button at any time to kind of zoom in and slow down time, and whenever you look at a soldier at a treasure chest, at um, a, a staircase, if it goes down far enough. these They're like these entrance staircases. Um, war supplies, which you can destroy to help with the war effort between the Athenians and the Spartans. Anything you look at, basically, gets marked, and then when you go out of the eagle view back to playing as Cassandra, you can then see all those things really easily. So this becomes super critical for uh, attacking enemies because this is the Assassin's Creed games are still based on stealth primarily, and this is how you can keep track of where all of your enemies are as you're sneaking through an encampment or a fortress or even just a small gathering of bandits in the trees. It's nice to be able to tag where exactly they are and then be able to kind of plan your approach appropriately. Usually that approach is going to include some amount of climbing. Uh, the climbing mechanic is kind of a foundational thing for the Assassin's Creed series. Basically, pretty much any wall you can climb up. Uh, this has been done in a lot of games since then. I know that uh, Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever, I think, in terms of climbing. Uh, Assassin's Creed climbing is as charmingly janky as it always has been. There are still times, 11 games into the series, where I feel like I'm pressing the exact button I need to do to climb in a certain direction, and my character decides to climb in a complete opposite direction for some reason. It doesn't happen as much as it used to happen, but it's still there. And honestly, it'd be kind of sad if it wasn't, because that, uh, that jankiness, it just it feels like part of the game, you know? It'd be like an Elder Scrolls game without bugs. It just wouldn't quite be right. Uh, however, it still feels good to climb. It's really fun, um, and, and usually what you're doing, like I said, is, is you're kind of approaching enemies by climbing to a advantageous position. So there's a couple different types of locations that you might be entering in this game. Um, there's, like I said, just small encampments that you'll come across. There's caves that show up as locations, um, all the way up to, like, massive fortresses. And any location that you come across has objectives for that specific location. So it's kind of like a little mini quest within that location. So often you'll be tasked with going to a specific place and, for instance, um, stealing a national treasure because Nick Cage. Anyway, um, so they, they, there was one mission I did where they sent me to this fortress to steal national treasure, but then the location objectives included taking out the captains of the fort, um, stealing from a couple of other chests, and burning a bunch of war supplies. And this is one of the things I really like about Assassin's Creed games is that there's just always something to do. So even if you weren't in a mission, if you came across this location, hey, suddenly you've got a bunch of stuff to do. And uh, usually what I, the way that I approach these situations is I will try to climb to an elevated position. I'll use my bow, which is much, much stronger. The, the ranged gameplay is a lot stronger in Origins and Odyssey than it ever was in the previous Assassin's Creed games. So usually get to high position, 
use my bow to take out a couple sentries, and then I start moving in close and doing assassinations uh, to get through as many of the soldiers in a location as I can. Unfortunately, I have come across a few times already where my assassin's damage isn't high enough to assassinate boys, even if I snuck up on them perfectly. Um, it's really frustrating that they did that in these games. I, I, I don't know what this... No, I do know what the solution to that is. It's just, if I'm sneaky enough, let me assassinate people. And, you know, I don't know. I, I get that they want to have a leveling system in there, but maybe it should be that you can level up how sneaky you are to make it easier to approach people without being spotted. But if I'm literally able to get my character up standing behind a guy where he has no idea that I'm there and I'm holding a spear in my hands, I don't understand why that boy doesn't die. Like, it, it doesn't seem fair that I was able to approach without being spotted and get to such an advantageous position and then not be able to capitalize on it. It's a bummer. I, I, I dislike that change in these games a lot. Uh, the other upgrade stuff, I don't mind. So, like I said, I like to use my bow a lot, so I've spent a lot of my upgrade points in the uh, Hunter skill tree, which makes my bow attacks more powerful. And then I've spent a lot in the Assassin skill tree, which makes it a little bit easier for me to do assassinations. I've hardly spent any in the Warrior tree, which is for, like, getting up close and fighting. Uh, if I am playing this game and I am up close fighting with people, usually it means I've done something wrong, because that's not the way that I try to approach these... Uh, these encampments. I always try and go sneaky. But it's fun. I, I really like the uh, the gameplay of approaching the encampments. It's, it's this nice little um, encapsulation of what makes the Assassin's Creed games fun. And most of the missions that you do involve going to an encampment. So the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, I just really like in this game. I like going and exploring the world and figuring out where a map marker is pointing to. If I have to take my ship to get there, I'm delighted because I love sailing that ship and you know I'm going to do some piracy along the way. And then when I get there, I love climbing in and sneaking around and taking out as many of the bad guys as I can before I inevitably screw up and get into an all-out confrontation where I have to fight for my life. Uh, and then ultimately what you're doing is most things that you do in this game are progressing that conflict between the Athenians and the Spartans, which is kind of nice. So it feels like you're always contributing to that purpose. Once you've done enough damage to whichever group controls a region, then you enter into a thing called a conquest battle. This is a kind of a set piece uh, fight where there are a bunch of Athenians, a bunch of Spartans, and you on a battlefield. And your goal is to quickly dispatch enough of whichever force you're not working with at the time in order to consider it a victory. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of the, the turf wars that, um, that Arjuna was talking about in the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas review. I wish they happened spontaneously like the turf wars did. I think that would make them way more interesting if it would pop up and be like, oh no, the Spartans are attacking. Do you want to go help the Athenians defend the region? And you have to make a choice right then to go do it. Instead, it's just a map marker. So once you destabilize a region enough, then you can go engage with the uh, the conquest battle. It doesn't. There's no time pressure to do it. Um, and when you do engage with the conquest battle, as far as I can tell, you can engage with whatever whatever side you want. So the first region that I did, you have to do Spartans because that's the story. At least. As far as I could tell, you had to do Spartans. So I did that. And then in the second region, I, I was mad at the Spartans, I decided. Cassandra was out for revenge against the Spartans. 
Um, so she uh, was pretty much only attacking Spartan encampments and stuff, and I completely destabilized the region. And then it still has the markers on my map for I can either uh, help Athenians def- no help Athenians attack the region or help the Spartans defend the region. And you get different kinds of rewards and different difficulty levels depending on whether you're attacking or defending. Um, as far as the conquest battles themselves, it, it's an interesting system. To, to, to be in the background there it's it's like I said it's kind of omnipresent when you're when you're going through missions or exploration and just you know dealing with encampments and things like that you're always contributing to to the destabilization that ultimately leads to that conquest mode but so far I, I I've only done the one um, the game hasn't really pushed me to go do the ones in the region I've moved on to now um, I know it's available on my map because I've destabilized it enough I just haven't gone and done it yet. Um, the battle itself was fine. It just felt chaotic. Um, it's it's a battle. There's no sneaking. And, and as I said earlier, I don't really play this game as a, as a battling game. I have like very little skill points invested in my warrior tree. And uh, when you're in that big battle, the warrior tree is really essential. First time I did the battle, I actually lost. I might have even lost the second time. Um, but when I beat it, the way that I did it was by realizing, you know what? I'm My warrior skills are not great but my archery skills are really good. So every time I engage with an enemy soldier, I would attack them enough to build up my Spartan kick attack, and then I would kick them away from me, and then pull out my bow and just shoot them full of arrows as they came running back to me. Um, and that worked. It let me get through the battle, but the battle itself wasn't really that much fun. It, it felt more like a chore, which is why I haven't gone back to, to do another one. I'm kind of curious if those are going to get more fun for me. I'll, I'll probably end up investing more in my warrior tree, and maybe that'll make it more interesting. But so far, um, those those conquest battles are probably the least interesting thing I've come across, which kind of worries me because it seems like they're going to be a big part of the uh, overall, uh, not process, but the overall, I don't know, words, proceedings of this game. But I'm not here for that part of it. I'm here for the sneaking around, the exploration, the the stabbing people in the back, the archery. I'm here for all of those things, and I'm having a lot of fun with them. Um, again, I really do recommend this game. If, if you have played the Assassin's Creed games, Assassin's Creeds, if you have played the Assassin's Creeds before uh, and and fell off the series, I think it's a cool time to get back into them because they're doing new things with the series, which. For a long time, they weren't. They were pretty much just the same game. And this one's got enough new stuff going for it that that it makes it really interesting to me. Um, and if you've never played the games, you don't need to play any of the others. Uh, their their story is like almost completely disconnected from each other. So you can just pick this one up and start playing it. Um, that's a lot of fun. It's it's a cool little historical, not little. It's a cool massive historical action RPG that just happens to also be an Assassin's Creed game. Um, and you get to play as Cassandra, who is quickly becoming one of my favorite video game characters. Um, the voice actress for her is great, and I, I'm really enjoying um, kind of stepping into her role. Like I said before, the, the ideals that I kind of, kind of gave Cassandra are she helps out people who need help, and she doesn't put up with people who bully other people. Um, and, and that's kind of still the, the principles that I'm living by, and, and it's a lot of fun. She's a fun character. 
Um, so yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a good game. You should definitely check it out. Uh, I hope if you do that you will enjoy it. Um, let me know if you decide to check it out based on this. Holy smokes, absolutely let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at Power and let me know. Uh, in the meantime, be sure to follow at Probably Work on Twitter. Check out all of the other reviews going on your day, week, month, year reviews. And <clears throat> have a good day. I've been Trottle Power, powering off. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. <laughs>